All right, well, we're super excited for this episode. We have Alexis Morris here with us on the Playmaker podcast, a national champion. First off, Alexis, we want to know, has it hit you yet that you are a national champion? I would say yes, because now, like, when I go out in public places, especially in BR, like, everybody knows me now. They knew me before, but it's kind of, like, different. Like, the love is different. The support is different. She said Um, I'm famous. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit, a little bit. Like, I do feel like I'm a a hometown hero, for sure. Okay, so you you win the game, which is a huge ordeal, right? Probably a lot went on afterwards. But what were those next few days like? Were you with family? Were you just, like... Did you ever have any moments alone to be like, holy, you know, shit, this is what happened? Like the the last few days, have been, I've probably, I've never been this overwhelmed in my life, but it's a good overwhelming. It's like positive vibes, good energy. Yeah. Um, I'm transitioning into this pro-life. So the, my last few days has been stressful. No, I haven't had really any alone time to just like let it all soak in. But, you know, my family has been really supportive of my friends. Like, the people who mean the most to me have been letting me know, like, how proud they are of me. And, like, that's really all I just need to hear. Yeah, I love it. That's been soothing for me. Like, that's been calming my nerves and relaxing me. But it's super exciting. Like, I feel like this is my moment. No, it definitely is your moment. Like you said, like, you are a hometown hero. Like, you didn't just make yourself and your team and your family proud, but, like, you have a whole, like, state that is, like, look to you guys to, like, you know, bring home that championship. And you guys did exactly that, which is so cool. And obviously, Women's Hoops as a full has been, like, taking the world by storm recently. And how do you feel like this specific March Madness and your LSU team has changed Women's Hoops? I mean, everybody's tuned in now. Mm-hmm. Um, 9.9 million views like we're at literally making history that's the most ever in history for a women's basketball to be like attended and it's really good for women's basketball because it's, it's it's been a problem in our sport that we don't get enough credit we don't get enough marketing so just to mm-hmm. see it like change right in front of our eyes like we feel we feel we're playing it like it's because of us you know we feel you know, we've impacted the game. And, I mean, look at Angel alone. Look at my teammates, Flaw J. Johnson. Like, they have over a million followers. Like, that's 100%. that's huge. That's huge. Like, that's 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 legendary. Mm-hmm. Especially like, while in college, this new NIL stuff is going on. You know, I'm just so happy to be a part of history and to be the first team to ever do it at LSU, both on the both on the men's or the women's side. We're the first to make history. So. You know, we're feeling super excited about what we just accomplished. As you should, you guys. I mean, this is kind of like, I mean, obviously women's basketball has been around, but this is like a hard launch of like the future of women's basketball, right? And there, I think, I don't know if it's fair to say, but like this generation of, of all of you guys heading into the WNBA, this is so powerful because like you said, it's bringing in views, it's bringing in energy, you're bringing in viewers, you're bringing in like hype, fan, you know, fandom, like people are love you guys and are so excited to see what what's to come. But I do remember, you know, post game after the the championship game, you you were giving a speech and you were just sharing like I've overcome so much adversity, like your face throughout the game. What stood out to me? I mean, your defense, because I'm a big defense girl. I love that. But but overall, like, you were zoned in. You weren't looking right and left. You weren't really focused on anybody else except yourself in the game and what was in front of you. And following the game, you said, I've overcome so much adversity, you know, to get to this point. And I'm so proud of where I am and the people, you know, that have helped me get here. Absolutely. But can you share a little bit about that adversity, like that journey on, I know you transferred, but what has that been like? And then to look back and see, wow, I am here right now. Yeah, you know, I've been on a college tour. I've been to four different schools, um, four different experiences. So that has kind of like expanded my horizon as a person and as a player. And it wasn't always pretty. You know, I've been in universities where I didn't get much playing time, but I'm practicing, I'm working hard, I'm putting in the extra hours. I'm just not being utilized um, the way I feel. Or, you know, like when I was at Rutgers, I got really sick. So a lot of people don't even know. I medically withdrew from Rutgers. I didn't just transfer. And... You know, on my college tour, I always wanted to finish where I started. So when I left Baylor and went to Rutgers, my mindset was, I'm going to finish here. I'm going to graduate as a Scarlet Knight. But, you know, things just did not work out that way for me, you know, during the time that was COVID. And the portal thing changed. The kids were starting. They were allowed. They were allowing us to transfer more freely. And I just took advantage of 
you know, the changes that were being made in the NCAA. Um, I did what I felt was best for my career and my mental health and my physical health as well. Just to now be a national champion, it's like I can now kind of like just pat myself on the back. I'm really hard on myself. I strive for, for perfection and excellence all the time. And just to see, you know, me overcome those odds and that adversity and having to persevere through difficulties is just the beauty of the game. It's the art of the game. I, I didn't have a pretty perfect journey to this, and I think that's what makes it even more worth it to me. Like, I'll never forget this. The world will never forget this. And I think my story and my journey is is, is incredible. So, yeah, I've, I've been on a roller coaster. And I just, right. I, just, I just kept my eye on the prize. Right. No, everything you just said is so clear when just like looking at you and looking at your game, like most college athletes would not have stuck through with it, you know, like going through what you've been through. And just like you said, like you got sick, like you, you've dealt with things that a lot of other college athletes don't have to deal with and you stuck through it. And now you're a national champion, but that's because you, even when you're playing, like you could tell how much you love the game, how much you're zoned in and focused on like getting to the top, which is so amazing. I know that we saw a video around like the time of the national championship where you were like so excited to like meet Caitlin Clark, even though like you knew you'd be facing yes. up against her. And like, <laughs> we love that video, but like, yeah. how, how is it playing against a player like Caitlin Clark? And how does that change your game? She was, she was tough. Um, I knew going into the game, I had to be a little more focused, a little more locked in because I had the hardest defensive assignment and I had the most important defensive assignment in order for us to be the last one standing. Um, Caitlin's tough. I'm going to keep saying that she was a tough player to guard. Not only that, um, she's a good player. She's a good person off the court. She's a huge and um, she's a great inspiration for women's basketball. She's another big face for the sport. And what she's doing is incredible. I don't ever want to take anything away from what she's doing or what other players are doing. Yeah, Caitlin was really hard to guard. I'm not going to lie. She has one of the quickest releases I've ever, like, ever. She's one of the best shooters. Yeah, her release is really fat, like really quick. She's one of the best shooters I've ever guarded. But you know what it what it changed for me is, like I said, I had to be a little more focused and locked in. I was already on a mission, but when you're playing someone that's that good, and she can beat you by herself, then you have to turn it up another notch. And I knew that my team needed me to have a complete game. Um, mm-hmm. I needed to score a little more in the second half. I was I was like I got comfortable guarding her. I got a little rhythm. I started to get a feel for the game. Then I said, no, I need to start. I got to find my offense. Like, I need to have a complete game in order for us to win. Because if you if you realize when I'm scoring for the team, we're all scoring. You know, it's, it, right. you know it, it's my energy and being a point guard is infectious. So And getting her into, like, early foul trouble, like, that's from the defense, right? Like, that's, like, yeah. all comes full circle. And, like, that also helps your defense by having her, like, kind of take a step back and play more timid. And it all starts from there. And I, I, yeah, obviously we all think you did such a fantastic job with that task. You guys, obviously you were up in in the first half, but was there any like speech or what motivation that came at, at halftime? Did coach give you guys, you know, a, a talking to, I mean, she's obviously a very outgoing, loud individual. Yes, she's going to, you know, she's going to pump it into you guys and let you know. But w- what was that halftime like? Uh, before yeah, you came that, out to the that game? fourth quarter was unbelievable to watch. Oh man. Thank you. Yeah. That's that clutch gene. Everybody like to say I got the clutch gene. Yeah. I don't know. Like my natural instincts just take over when it's, when I feel like the game is on the line. But at halftime, I remember, like, everybody coming in the locker room. We're jumping. We're yelling. We're like, we got this. One thing we've struggled with all year is learning to separate. So when we go into halftime and we're up in double figures, you've seen it all year. We don't hold leads. We allow teams to come back in the game. And that's what we kept stressing at halftime. Like, we were cheering. We were, you know, hyped for Jazz because Jazz had just went off in the first half. Amazing performance by her. But yeah, we were just focused. We were super excited. And then like a switch hit in the in the in the locker room and we just focused and we're like, y'all, we need to separate. Don't get too excited. We haven't won the game yet. And that's, you know, a lot of that's come from me being a PG because I'm never I'm never just gonna like celebrate until the buzzer goes off right. and we've won. So we was we was pumped. I'm not gonna lie, we I love pumped. it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So obviously like still going on like talking about coach Mulkey being a part of a team with such an iconic coach like her 
how is it to be coached by her? And do you have like any funny stories that people might not know that you'd like to share? Being coached by Coach Moki is it's, it's tough and it's fun at the same time. It's just like, you're going to get passion. You're going to get intensity. You're going to get a, a mother figure because she's going to hold you accountable. She's going to make you do the things that you don't want to do. Super fun, man. I, I, I love Coach Moki. She's taught me a lot of life lessons. And quite frankly, she, I wouldn't be where I am today without Coach Moki. So, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to her. And she's just a winner. She knows how to win. She's proven it through her um, coaching career. Like, she's legendary. And she brought that attitude to LSU. She just never, she never takes no for an answer. Whatever she wants, she's going to go get it. And I appreciate that as a coach because we need to see that as young, as young role models in the community. Like, I think the funniest thing Coach Moki do, like, when I go by, when I go back and watch the games, like, when she's on the sideline, like, throwing up her arms and just, like, <laughs> Just like stomping, her, yeah. her legs are she going crazy. She had screaming at the ref, like in she's their stomping. face. Yeah, she's stomping, and I'm just like loving the passion, and you know how her will to win. Man, I just you know, I, you know, I feel bad if you don't, you know, you don't ever get the opportunity to play for coach or just be around her to feel her energy. Yeah, like, it just shows you how much she cares about you guys and about basketball and about the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tra- that passion definitely translates, I'm sure, and that energy translates to you to y'all Absolutely. but um i do want to ask you and obviously share what you're you're comfortable with but the whole situation because i don't want to take away from what you girls did but the whole situation with the first lady obviously inviting not only you guys to the white house but also iowa <laughs> so what were your thoughts on that and uh you know are you guys still planning on making a trip there um i'm sure you guys have a lot of trips planned out but is that still something y'all are probably going to plan on doing yeah we've accepted the invite um but as far as like how i personally feel it's very disrespectful when you work really hard to get to this moment and you have to share the glory with the losers or the runner the runner-ups like that especially because that just doesn't happen like that's not how it goes that's not how it's supposed to go yeah and yeah and so you know now you got all this race stuff going on in sports and i just want to make this clear like we don't have room for racism in sports Sports bring us together, um, integrates us. It's, it's, it's a platform where we're able to relate to people who doesn't look like us or come from the same pl- places as us. But we all have similarities, competitive spirit. We all want to win. We all just love what we do. And I think um, that situation is kind of like taking the focus off of what we're doing for women's basketball. And I just think I just think the first lady just spoke too soon. She just yeah. spoke too soon. And yeah. It caused a lot of uproar, but we got it all situated and handled out. We're invited. We're going to go, you know. Right. We're, we're, Make we're the most. It'll be a great opportunity. Yeah. It'll be a cool experience. You know? Yeah. It's who gets to experience many- that in their lifetime. Like, you're going to be yes, able to do that, crazy. right? Yes. I was just about to say, how many people get to say they went to the White House? It's crazy. You know? <laughs> it's like we're in the White House, so it's like. We we got it all, all right. figured out. Yeah, all yeah. A little peaceful. All right. Well, Alexis, Alexis, I got something a little more fun for you, right? So, literally, okay. me scrolling through my TikTok all day today, all day yesterday, I'm just seeing Alexis Morris thirst traps all over my for you page. So I gotta know how it feels to be like the hottest commodity in the U.S. right now. I mean, you're all over my for you page, Alexis. Alexis, now it was like you're like the Kelly Oubre Jr. <laughs> CAA, you are, girl. You I mean, don't even know. Like our literally social media is flooded with you. And it's crazy because nobody's talking about basketball. Everybody just crushing on like my looks and my appearance. But yeah. you know, I find myself pretty attractive. I exude that energy, and yeah. uh, I appreciate all the love. I'm, I'm not really trying to get too caught up in the thirst traps, but everybody has been sending me. The comments are crazy and wild right now. Oh my gosh, <laughs> insane. Have you have you seen them? Like, have you seen the videos and what people are saying about you? <laughs> I see it. I see it. Um, I'm I like, appreciate- find God, touched earth with these yeah. comments. <laughs> yeah. You're trending. Uh, you're trending for sure. But yeah, I, I, am, I see. I am like, trending. You, like, keep the, like, your game is, is top notch. And, and obviously, that's what we all see the most of. But this is just a funny little, like, offhand that we're seeing. As yeah, well. I know. It's so funny because we're, like, we're literally talking to this girl. And, like, every single person on TikTok simping over her. Like, 
you're probably your dms are probably wild right now i don't even want to know what dms you've gotten <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you i haven't even i don't even look at my dms because you yeah. know I'm, I'm trying to stay focused on what's ahead right of yeah um, you, know, you, girls, you, you know girls come out of you know the girls the guys you know they come mm-hmm. out of nowhere um, As you should. i'm big i'm big on trust i don't know if they coming around me or like they crushing on me for the right reasons you know right. so I'm, I'm just like i said i'm at a distance arm's length yeah yeah you know like i appreciate the love you know i do feel like i'm attractive i do feel like i'm good looking i'm not gonna say uh, i don't <laughs> 10 agree out of 10. With 10 out of 10 yeah yeah i'm not gonna say i don't agree with what the media is saying but thank you yeah priorities i see you but speaking of your future as you grow in the WNBA, are there three players that you kind of like okay i like this piece of their game this piece of their game this piece of their yeah. game like i'd love to replicate that yeah NBA absolutely. too NBA yeah too. either yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with some new age players and then I wanna okay. give you some of my some of my old heads that I love. Okay, okay. Who's you know, who started who started this off. But I'm gonna start with Damian Lillard first. Damian Lillard is my all time favorite point guard um yes. in this generation. Yes. Uh, in this generation. Uh but my all time favorite player is Allen Iverson. Yeah, respect AI. Feel me? Like, and I feel like we got the same kind of steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an icon in his own way, and you know, I appreciate the individuality that he brought to sports in general. You know, he was he started a wave that wasn't really accepted during that time, but now you see it. He started. He had his own era, and I appreciate the AI era because you know, I look up to him in many ways. But let's let me hop over to the women's game. I I can see me mimicking my game after Kelsey Plum. Okay. Like for the Las Vegas Aces. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's dope. Like she's I remember her so coming dope. to Yes, yeah, she is. I remember her coming to my Jordan Brand Classic game when I was in high school and I had made a pass, like a crazy mm-hmm. behind the back pass, and she stood up. Like she gave me like a little standing ovation. She was lit. She let you know. She yeah, let, she let me you know. know. Like that yeah. was so Yeah, but That's I like the like nod of approval. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, exactly. Like I see yeah. you. I see you. Yeah, you see. Yeah, you see me. But yeah, I say Kelsey Plum because she's a small guard like me, and she's a mm-hmm. three level scorer, and um, she uses her speed. And, you know, I'm speedy, so I like to kind of like you players that have quickness. You know, yeah. they kind of have sort of similarities that separate me from other guards. And she, yeah. she uses her speed to get a lot of her shots off. And, you know, I like to watch her game. She's – and I will also say Vandersloot, uh, point guard. For, I think she's at the New York Liberty now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I like her IQ, how she runs the court, how she facilitates and leads her team. I like how I can, like, see her thinking on the court. She sees things before it happens. Mm-hmm. And that's really important for the position that um, I'll be playing, you know, in my yeah. pro career, the point guard position. So I'm just, you know, I, I have a lot of few pieces. I like to take different. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I at like the end of the day, you're Alexis Morris, and you're going to play yeah. exactly how you're Alexis gonna, Morris yeah, yeah. played. Yeah, because, you know, if you watch me, I love the mid-range. Like, that's my bread and butter. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, that's my bread and butter. Um, and the mid-range game is missing these days. For some reason, nobody mm-hmm. wants to shoot mid-ranges no more. And that's the Steph Curry era. He's, right, long ball. Long ball yeah. or, or dunks. <laughs> yeah, like that's like everybody wants. Yeah. Yes, everybody wants to shoot the logo three now, but yeah. that's just never really been my game. I can, yeah. but I've always got my paper, you know, my money and my school, my score, my buckets mid range. Like that's me. I like yeah. it. I yeah, love it. I bring it back. Make bring KG back. proud. <laughs> Yeah. All me? right. Wait, listen, I like that you brought up Allen Iverson because I think of Allen Iverson as like one of the swaggiest players like in NBA history for sure. Yeah. And I feel like you have like this like swag about you that like a lot of like current college players especially like don't have. So I like that comparison for sure. But also, yeah, yeah, yeah you have a teammate obviously who's going crazy with her rapping right now, Flage. Yeah. And um, we want to know what will you rate her rapping skills one through ten? I'm gonna give four a ten out of ten because she's versatile. Um, her impact over the youth. Uh, she has a great rapping voice, um, and she's not she's not she's not promoting violence or you know it's it's positive it's positive music, but it got the same little trap rap vibe to it. She got her own swag. I'm gonna give four a ten out of ten. 
I'm gonna give four ten out of ten. And I like how she brings like basketball into her raps because then it makes it relatable yeah. when I'm yeah, listening right. to it. You don't really have too many artists or rappers talk about basketball, you know. So in the next few yeah. years, you'll I bet you'll your name will be in some. I bet your name will be in raps all over the place, Drake. Probably, probably so. I don't know. They keep thirst trapping over me. I don't know. Oh man. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm scared to see what's to come with those with those lyrics about you. <laughs> no, for me real too. though. T- talking about rap. Is there like five current artists right now that you think are just like top five for you? Let's say. Okay, so my top five artists. So a lot of people think I just because my swag and my stilo that I like trap rap music. I do, but I really love alternative rap music. I really, really love alternative rap and alternative music. So let me go with my top five artists. Mm, let me see. Let me think. Yeet. Y'all know who the artist Yeet is? Yes. Y'all know Yeet? I've heard, yeah, I've heard songs. No, yeah. you don't know Yeet, Nairi. You don't know Yeet. She's yeah, so disappointed in me right now. <laughs> you, I think uh, you now, would. But now I'm going to listen because you just told me, so. Yeah, yeah, give us, give us all five. You may not like it. Okay, Yeet, Gunna, I still listen to Gunna, you know. I, I don't yeah. care. I don't care. Gunna, Future, Future for sure. Future's probably top top two for me. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna hop into my R and B lane. I like okay. to listen to I like to listen to Give Me On. Mm. Yes. And Janae Eiko. Yes, I those and that's fire. Yeah, those yeah. answers are. Those, those, I, I'm not. I, I don't know about number one, but the rest are fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like okay, Travis so, Scott too. Like I just I, I yeah, love. Yeah, I, I like Travis. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. I know you kind of mentioned, obviously, basketball is kind of your core, what you plan to do with your future. But are you, do you have any little, like, side ventures? Like, Flage is, you know, she's rapping, she's in the music game. But do you have any, like, side ventures uh, that you you enjoy, whether it's modeling, you know, um, collecting something or, you know, guitar? I don't know. Is there anything that yeah. you enjoy cloud, doing? Cloud watching. <laughs> cloud bird, yeah. So, yeah, I do. Like, I'm a cool, I'm a cool individual. I, I'm just yeah. so happy now. You know, like it's bittersweet that I'm leaving college, but you know my journey has been like so up and down. So I really haven't been able to like tap into other my other hobbies that I really love to do because I've been so consumed with getting back on the right track and getting my name back on the map and you know getting drafted. And now I'm here to see this day, but I was so consumed with that, so I really haven't had time to like really just tap into like my artsy side. I'm really artistic. Um, Okay. I like to draw. I like to design fashion. Oh, Um, I love it. I like to write music, like, even though it's not some a career I would want to just pursue. But when I had got got in trouble at Baylor, I started writing music because it was just, like, helping me vent in a positive way. Uh, yeah, like I said, I love fashion. That's I'm awesome. into sneakers. I'm a sneakerhead. Um, okay. All right. Well, you know, we got to know, after you said you're a sneakerhead, what are, like, your top three sneakers in your rotation right now? I've been wearing my off-white fives a lot lately. Okay. The white ones, the white ones, and the gray ones, and Ooh. and my bread threes. I would say those. Fire, yeah. fire. Now I got some heat. I got some heat in my closet. Yeah. Oh, I love Bates too, though. I love wearing Bates, like right. not just Jordans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wear all like all brands. New Balance. That's fire. Yeah. So, What's your I favorite? Got, Jordan? I like to keep it versatile. I like to switch it up yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Give like one, five. Is it five? No, I, I gotta pick one. Can I pick three? Pick yeah, three. Pick three. three. I'm gonna say the Elevens, all time Elevens. Like I'll wear any Elevens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Elevens. I love retro fours. I just like yes, how they look those are my them. favorite. A lot of people don't like fours, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Fours no, I love fours. They look, they look good. They're on my retro feet. fours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, they look real nice on my feet. I'm not a ones type of girl, but I do have ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just go with threes, fours, and elevens. Yeah. So okay. threes. I like solid, threes, too. Solid choices. All right. Um, obviously, LSU has had a bunch of dope hoopers come in and out, right? Who would right. you say is, like, top three hoopers at LSU all time? All time top? Yep. Well, I got to start with Simone Augustus. Like, she's got her own statue. Love it. <laughs> Yep. Legendary. She's a legend. Moan is one of the sweetest, nicest, coolest people ever. Yeah. Um, and a straight dog on the court. Like, mm-hmm. 
straight, straight animal. And I mean that in a, in a positive way ever, because, you know, people can take it out of context. Tamika Johnson, I got to go with the point guards. Um, the old school, you know, they kind of started that final four run. Um, right. They, they paved the way before us. Right. And, and I don't know if this is going to come off kind of like, but I'm going to say myself. <laughs> okay. No, you got you to gotta do it. You got to do you it. You have to back yourself. You have yeah, to back like, yourself. Yeah, myself. Okay, Alex, who who is like your closest? I, I know you mentioned your family and support and kind of all that's brought you to where you are right now. Um, but is was there any teammate or teammates on LSU that you know you were especially close to that you shared a bond with? I mean, um, maybe somebody that you could share a story with, like because I know that you know lows are what make us appreciate the highs. So are there any stories where you may you needed a teammate, you know, and, and they really helped you to get to this point? You know, I'm going to say Angel. Um, Angel's, Angel, I would say, is the reliable teammate. Like, you can call on Angel, and she's going to be there for whatever, like, whether it's good or bad. She's, she's She has she has a word, and she stands by her word. And um, I'm going to say Angel because I called Angel one time to come help me with something, like, to, like, de- design a room, a hotel room. She was there the whole time. Like, Aww. and I was like, I mean, my car had ran out of gas and everything. We went got a gas can. I'm trying to rush and get the room together to make it look real presentable. Yeah, I would say Angel. Because not only is she just reliable off the court, she's that's just who she is as a person. And we all need we need we all need that as a as a teammate, somebody we can rely on, a, a leader, somebody who wanna see everybody win. So right. I would say Angel. I like that. You know, even though we got strong personalities, we all got strong. Yeah, we got strong personalities. So, you know, sometimes we clash and bump heads, but it's because we all passion. We all share the same, like, goals. We want to win. And, you know. And and you did. And you complimented each other in the right moment, in the right way. And so, yeah, that, I mean, adversity is kind of what pushes us to be good and to be great, Mm -hmm. right? I was like, y'all see when she been grabbing my face? Yeah, I yeah. love that clip. Yeah. I love it. I love it. No, yeah. you could tell, like, she's such a supportive teammate. Like, I've yeah. seen so many clips of her just, like, going up to her teammates and be like, shake it off. Like, you're good. Like, you yeah. got the She's like one. the and, ultimate, like, like, big sister type. Like, like I yeah, got like, you I no matter what. That. Like, rock. Yeah. Yes. And what's crazy is Angel, she's young. She's not even 21 yet. Yeah. 20. That's crazy. Yeah. She's so she's mature. Like, so yes, mature for her age. Yes. Yes. And I think a lot of people should give Angel grace because she's so young, having mm-hmm. to deal with a lot of stardom. Like, that's kind of hard when you just yeah. kind of, like, blow up, like, how Angel's blown up. Like, yeah, yeah, we've all had our little moments of fame, but Angel is, like, all over social media. Right. So I think people should give her grace because she's also young and trying to figure out, you know, how to manage and balance, you know. Right. Basketball, NIL, um, social media trolls, you know. Like, she, she has right. a lot of her plate as well, too. I mean, definitely. While we're talking about Angel, obviously, after the national championship game, there was a lot of attention on kind of the situation of her taunting Caitlin Clark with that little you don't see me cheer. But it was coming at her hard when Caitlin Clark did the same cheer, you know, not too long ago, and she was getting praised for it. Is there anything you have to say about that situation? Uh, you know, it's a double standard in sports, you know, right? They allow yeah. certain players to get away with certain things. And then, you know, they villainize angel for doing the same thing mm-hmm. Caitlin does, but you know they praise Caitlyn for when she's taunting people or right or talking to the refs you know it's just it's just how sports is and how the world is I don't agree with it and you know you see how angel angels unapologetically her so that's not going to change yeah and that's yeah. gonna together I'm not I don't think they should say angel's wrong for doing it absolutely and saying Caitlyn is it's fine when Caitlin do it because what they're both doing is changing the culture for women's basketball, which is mm-hmm. it's okay for women to talk trash. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay for us to play with a little edge and, and still be pretty or whatever the case may be. Like it's okay. You know? So it's, it's just, just how you view it, I guess. You have a favorite NBA team or a favorite player in the league right now? I'm going to, I don't really have a favorite NBA team, but I, I follow my favorite players, so yeah, yeah. You know, wherever my favorite players go, I'm gonna become a fan of their franchise. Right. So right now I'm gonna just say the Lakers. Um, okay. I've always been a 
LeBron James fan. He's always been my all-time favorite player. He's like Michael Jordan in our era, right? So Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's our GOAT. He's always been my favorite since I was a kid. All right, well, talking yeah, talking about NBA players, is there anyone in the league right now that you feel like is underrated? Like he's doing all the work, doing what he has to be doing, but not really getting talked about or any attention. Damian Lillard. You I, feel like so? be- I tell this girl all the time, but she. No, yeah. I, I think Dame. I, personally, I think Dame is overrated. Like we don't got to get into this right now, but yeah. are you thinking that, overrated? Yeah, like underrated. I definitely don't think so. Overrated. I definitely do think so. I I just say if he was in a different situation, like he's been handed the hardest deck of cards. I live in Portland, so I with his I, own I'm, choice. With his own I'm choice. A little biased, he, but, if he wanted out, yeah. he would have been out. True, true. I, I, I see both. I see both perspectives, but I definitely think he yeah. underrated. Like he just don't get enough credit that he should get. But you're not gonna get credit if you're not like winning. Like people right. like winners, you know. Right, right. It's right. a lot of great players, but they don't they don't win a championship, and that's what separates you from everybody else. Right, then they right. Then win a championship. Like after the championship, a lot of celebrities have kind of been like pointing out LSU. Is there any celebrity that kind of added you or posted you that you were like shocked about? Yeah, Magic Johnson. He what? tweeted. That's tweet. crazy. Yeah, that's so sick. Yeah, I haven't really seen many celebrities tweet me. I mean, maybe y'all can help me with that. But yeah. the most recent one I seen was Magic Johnson. You know, he's one of the greatest all-time point guards to ever play in the NBA. So yeah. That was a huge, like, moment. I was proud of myself for my performance, just getting that recognition and that credit that I feel like I deserve. If you looked, you know, five years in the past, in the future, right, and you're saying, okay, this is what I'd love my life to look like. You know, these are some of my aspirations, my goals, you know, whether it's accolades or um, changing a part of your game or being in a certain place in life at that time, where do you want to want to see yourself? I see myself with a law school degree. Really? I see myself with um, sports agency. I want to have my own sports agency. Okay. Um, a mentor. I'll probably have a book by then. Probably even a movie. You know, just kind of just showing like my journey and allowing people to see because I'm I'm always vocalizing it and telling. But just something I want to provide like a film, whether it's a short film. Um. I say a movie. I really mm-hmm. want to shoot a movie in about five years. It was just showing everybody the details of my journey and for for inspirational reasons, for motivational purposes only. If you had to, you know, give your, you know, maybe your 10-year-old self advice, okay, and this is going to all the younger ladies because you're, you're, like we said, you're, you're, you're leading a new generation of women's basketball. So if you had to tell your 10-year-old self, you know, a piece of advice or something you wish you knew, then what would you say? Ever since I was like a little girl, I always had like, I've always been a fighter. So I would I would tell my 10 year old self to just have fun a little bit. I always took basketball real serious, like really, really serious. Like I've always had a passion for it. So I would just tell my 10 year old self, no matter what obstacle, what odds may be stacked against you, um, everybody, Cause at that time when I was 10 years old, I was playing against boys. So I would just tell myself like, you can do whatever guys can do. You can do whatever you want. Like it's really, you're in full control. You're in full control from when you're a child on up. I think pe- people like to say, you know, you got your parents Yeah, you do have your parents, but mentally you control like your life and your destiny. Like what goes on in your head, like those gut feelings and those passions and what you what you truly love and want to do, like express those things, like ask for help. I would tell my 10 year old self, ask for help, like reach out right. and and know that you're loved. That's what I would tell my 10 year old self, know that you're loved right. for who you are and not what you do. Yeah, I love that. I mean, like, obviously, like you go through so much in your life, right? So it's like looking back at it now you can't really like change any of the mistakes or anything that you've done but you have such a big platform now and you you could help you know younger girls that are trying to be in the same position that you are in right now you know what I mean like little girls that are playing against guys 
right, that are playing against boys in basketball and they want to become national champions one day. They want to play Division One. They want to be eligible for the WNBA draft. So it's like hearing you say stuff like that could really like help someone that needs it. You know what I mean? A young girl. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I do I do want to like when I'm done with all of this, like playing professional, I'll probably do it throughout my career as well. I want to go speak to certain audiences so a certain group of kids like I want to speak to all youth all the youth but I feel like my journey has equipped me to speak to the kids who come from poverty you know mm-hmm. who, who needs to see a positive role model somebody who looks like them come from a similar place like them right. be able to accomplish you know positive success I would tell I would tell younger kids I said this after we won the national championship it's better to go slow in the right direction and fast in the wrong direction. And to always have a mind of your own. Trust yourself. Trust your creativity. Trust the work that you're putting in. Trust what you're doing. And don't get discouraged along the way. Because one day, there will be light. You will see a brighter side of things. Right. Like it's not, life isn't going to be perfect. So, yeah, I do want to give back. I, I, that's definitely number one on my list. In whatever yeah. ways I can do it. In whatever ways right. I'll give Yeah. If you could only eat three foods, okay, for the rest of your life, that's it. What would they be? I'm going with boiled seafood. Okay. Sushi. <laughs> okay. And soul food. That's fire. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you'd yeah, be good. Fire. You'd be good. It's okay, not... okay. Yeah, right. I, yeah, that's what I'm going with. No, that's I fire. like it. I like it. All right. Well, before we hop off, is there anything you want to say to LSU fans? Yes. I love y'all. Y'all are the best fans in the world. Thank you all for accepting me with open arms and just loving me genuinely. It's so sad that I got to leave. But, you know, I, we, we did it the right way. We did it for y'all, but we couldn't have did it without y'all. And I just thank y'all for y'all unwavering support and love and I love y'all with all my heart. Luther out. First off, thank you, Jasmine Carson, national champion for hopping on the Playmaker podcast. We're so hyped to have you here. Obviously, we want to dive, get right into it. So first off, has it actually hit you that you are a national champion? No, it really hasn't hit. Um, You know, after the game, I didn't really sleep. We went out um, and then, you know, I had to catch a flight the next day to come to Dallas, show Dallas love. So I haven't really sat down and, you know, took it in that I'm a national champion, but it feels great. What is, what is life kind of looked like? Like, what did you, what was the first meal you had right after the game? What was family interaction? Like what, what has life been like the last few days? Uh, the first meal I had after the game, I didn't eat. Really? Like, we didn't eat. Um, no, I had interviews. The team had interviews. I was with my family the whole time. We were taking pictures. And when we got back to the hotel, they had this uh, pep rally for us for winning with all the fans in there. And uh, we was just speaking to the fans. And then, you know, we just got ready to go out and, uh, and uh, get lit in the city of Dallas. So um, I'm forever grateful. Yeah, I love it. So Mario Chalmers actually shared a story that when he went back to school after he won a national championship, they had to kick him out of class because people were like chasing him for autographs and pictures. Have you felt any of that like co- like come to life for you since winning? Yes, uh, especially in Louisiana. I'm think- I think Definitely. I'm getting a lot of living when I'm in Louisiana it's like and then they always call me LSU Ice Spice so it's like they don't even call me but because you know Lil Lucy posted a video while I was playing and so everybody just called me the LSU Ice Spice so you know when I'm walking everybody's just asking for pictures and autographs and so it's just great I'm just getting a lot of exposure and support and love and uh, I just love LSU. All right well to piggyback off of that one quickly Haley um do you like being called the LSU Ice Spice? Yeah. Do, you, do you like Ice Spice? I mean, yeah, like Ice Spice. Uh, I think we should collab. I could be in one of her music yeah, videos. I want it. I was yes. Telling, I was telling her um, fans on TikTok Live when I was on live with one of my teammates okay. like, that, of course, me and Ice Spice don't look alike, but they just say Ice Spice because of our hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because, uh, you know, the fans, they get offended. Yeah. They're like, no, she doesn't look like Ice Spice. So, yeah, but I don't, I don't be minding, you know. Um, it's just all love at the end of the day. Yeah. 
you could be a you could be a body double for her or something in a music video but um yeah that's what I'm saying. yeah i mean opportunities are there but um i did want to ask you like getting into the game obviously you're coming off a season that was that was great you were part of this lsu team but this national championship game girl you absolutely popped off you had those early early points in the first half and i guess i was just wondering from you like where did that confidence come from because to me you know, when you guys started off the game, you started off aggressive, you started off fearless, you started off like making an imprint and saying like, no, no, this is our game, we own it. And so how did you come out and kind of just shine the way you did? Like what gave you the confidence to just take those shots and when they started falling, you were like, okay, okay, this is working for me and just keep going, keep going. Yeah, like, so all year, you know, I've been a starter. So um, during the tournament, the lineup changed. I was coming off the bench. Yeah. So um, the the Prior to the championship game, you know, I was going through a slump. I wasn't making my shots. Uh, I wasn't taking as many shots as I usually take. So um, going into the championship game, like my support system was really uh, supporting me. They was telling me that, you know, I believe in you. You got, you need the confidence. You got it. Uh, you know, they were just really encouraging me. So I came into that game ready. I was focused. I was dialed in. So, um, you know, when I went in the game, I was just I was just in the moment. I was doing stuff that, you know, I knew I could do all along. Yeah. So it wasn't new to me, but it was new to the world because they was like, who who's Jazz McCarthy? Who's this? Right. Yeah, I was just really focused, locked in, and I was just saying, like, you know, I don't want to let my team know we got to win this game. What was it about LSU? I mean, was it, was it coach? Was it, you know, your teammates, fellow people you knew there? Like, what was it about LSU that made you want to go back? Or go there. Yeah, it was really Coach Mulkey. You know, she's a Hall of Famer coach. She's a winner. Me watching her when I was like little growing up, um, you know, when she had Odyssey Sims there and a whole bunch of other great players. I just always wanted to play under Coach Mulkey. So, you know, to finally be able to play under a Hall of Famer coach, it was just surreal. I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I'm really playing for Coach Mulkey. Yeah. So um, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to go to LSU was because of her. And I saw what she did in her first year at LSU. I mean, it must be insane working, like, working with such an iconic coach like that. Do you have a funny story that people might not know that you shared with Coach Mulkey? Uh, she always makes jokes. Really? Uh, and you know her outfits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's famous for all her outfits. Uh, we probably, sometimes we do be making fun of her outfits before the game. We'll be like, Coach, I don't know about that outfit. And then sometimes we'd be like, okay, Coach, you got it on today. Do you have a favorite one or one that was like, like outrageously just like so her when you saw it, you were just clowning her like, girl, where did, where did you find this? <laughs> well, most, some of them, some of my teammates didn't like the polka dot outfit, okay. but I like the polka really? dot outfit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then some people, um, outside, uh, like fans or something. They like the feather. Uh, yeah. The feather outfit. That's a good one. That one's fire. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Do you think she has the best drip on the team or do you think someone <laughs> outdripped her? Oh, I think she got the best drip. Well, on the staff? Yeah. I like, don't know. Is there, is there, my, my is there someone on the team that yeah. you think has even better drip than her? I don't know. I think, I think Coach Monkey got it. She got all really? of it. She, she got she it. Got, she got it. Yeah, she got us. After after the national championship win, was there a moment where you looked at your phone and you saw like a celebrity at you or talk about you? And who was it and how did that feel? Yeah, I, I had a tons of uh, DMs from celebrities like J.R. Smith, he DM'd me. Oh, that's sick. Uh, Robert Griffin. Yeah, Robert Griffin III, he posted me on Twitter. Yeah. ESPN was posting me. Samuel Justin, he, he tweeted me out like three times. Who else? Zion Williamson, he followed me on Twitter. <laughs> Um, That's it. It's just rappers. It, it was just a lot of support. So when I looked at my phone, I was shocked. I was just seeing tons of Instagram notifications, yeah. Twitter notifications. So I was just like, wow. Uh, it was a great feeling for real to receive all that love. Uh, as a Memphis girl yourself, are you uh, are you Grizzlies fan? And and if you are, yes, you am. are okay. Do you rock with John Moran? Yes. Are, is he? Are you a big fan of his? Yeah, I, am. Yeah. I met John Moran. He came to LSU. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't even know what day, but yeah, I met him a couple of days ago. John Moran, he's real cool. Yeah. Um, I'll be at the Grizzlies game during the playoff. I have 
courts that I see. Okay. So uh, Memphis, Memphis is going to show me re- uh, a lot of love. I think I'm going to get the key to the city in Memphis. So, so yeah, I can't wait to go back to my hometown. Right. Okay. So obviously there was kind of a lot of attention brought to LSU basketball, specifically your teammate Angel Reese after the game for a little taunt cheer that she did towards Caitlin Clark, where she kind of got a little like, hate for doing that when Caitlin Clark did the same taunt not too long ago and she got praised for it so what do you have to say about that full situation uh I didn't see Angel do it I saw the video after the game but uh I mean I'm used to you know Angel's personality and her competitiveness and I'm used to her you know celebrating um you know when she does an and one and that's just how that's just the type of person and player she is and uh, I don't right. think I think because women we get a lot of backlash from you know talking trash or uh, celebrating after we win or you know make a big basket. So I think you know um, I think that's something that people need to talk about and change because you know like in the NBA you know Russell Westbrook he does the baby thing, <laughs> yeah. Draymond Green he oh, trash yeah. talks. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely that's like what's so special about Angel's game. Like watching her as a female be so dominant and aggressive as she is. Like her doing that like as a competitor like you don't you shouldn't really think anything of it because that's part of the game right. And like you said like people in the NBA do it every single day and no one says anything about it because that's part of the game. So I think it's kind of like an issue that all of a sudden it became a problem when a woman did it in a female sport. But this is, I see in a way that this is just progressing female hoops so much. And like the fact that we have all these people talking about it, the fact that you guys have all these people talking about it mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like women's hoops in the next couple of years are really going to take the world by storm. Yeah, exactly. I feel the same way too. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned exposure, Jasmine, which is so true. Like, it's exposure for you guys and obviously your personal career, your individual career, but it's also exposure of a lot of these doors, I think, that are are opening up because of this game that you ladies played. Like, this is huge. I don't know if you realize that. I don't know if everything has sunk in yet. Um, And I'm sure, you know, moving into this next year, a lot, you'll have more time to let things sink in. But I guess I just want to say one like shout out to y'all for the way that you have handled everything. You've handled it with class. You've handled it with, you know, it was, it's been effortless. Um, but now kind of moving into your future, right. You, you have a, what, what's up for, for next season? Like, what are your plans? What are your thoughts? What, what direction are you headed in next season? Yeah. So I'm a senior, so I'm done with LSU. Right. I'm going to miss LSU the fans and stuff like that. I did declare for the WNBA draft. Okay. So that is something that um, I'm looking forward to. And as well as being a basketball player, I'm very adamant about being, you know, more than an athlete. So I have um, business aspirations in real estate, um, you know, just being an entrepreneur. I, I want to model, you know, I want to do it. a lot of yeah. other things um, other than, you know, just focusing on basketball. I just have a lot of stuff planned out and I have a lot of ideas that I want to capitalize on. And so... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be an entrepreneur as well as a basketball player. I love it. She, she does it all. She does should. it all. <laughs> as you should, yes. So yeah. declaring for the WNBA draft, is there any current WNBA players or NBA players that you see a little bit of your game in? That's a good question. I haven't compared myself to a NBA player or a WNBA player before. Or maybe like um, somebody you I, you like their game, you'd want to model your game after too. Um, I like um pool mm-hmm. on uh on the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors. I really like him. Yeah. So that's somebody that I would want to instill my game in. I like that you said that because I could kind of see like the similarities with that one, with that comparison yes. in your game. So I actually like that answer because some people say like something so random, like you play nothing <laughs> like them. But like that one, like Kareem I could Abdul-Jabbar. actually, like I could see some similarities there. So I actually love that answer that you gave. Yeah, yeah. I can't really think of a WNBA player right now. Yeah. Um, but that's that's some somebody that I had in mind. Right. Yeah. Smooth game, tight handles shooter i love that i love that comparison um who are your top five artists in the game right now i gotta go does it have to be in order no no just top five yes okay lil wayne drake lil baby jay-z yes 
in Tupac. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, I want to also know, I want to also know, is there anyone in the NBA right now that you could see yourself beating 1v1? I can't beat nobody in the NBA draft. I I got faith in you. I think think there's a couple NBA players you could beat 1v1. We could probably do a three-point contest, but playing one-on-one, you know, they strength, they too strong, fast, they can jump out of this world. But if I was to play one on one with somebody, it would be LeBron James just so I can meet him. <laughs> oh no, that <laughs> that present. absolutely. He could teach you a, a bunch of things. I bet. But if you could, you know, participate in a three point contest with any shooter in the NBA, who who would you want to shoot with? Steph Curry. Let's go. Steph Curry. Just so, Let's I go. See, just so I can see, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> I know Steph Curry up here. But if I finish right here, that means that's good. For that's me. the best your- shooter of all time. Like. Is he in your top so, 10? Do you think Steph's top 10? Yes. 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 Okay. Respect. Respect. All right. So we want to know, do you have any pregame rituals or like little things that you got to do before each game? I have to pray before each game. I have to listen to at least one gospel song before each game. And then I could go into my rap music. <laughs> and then uh, I have to have my jewelry on for warm-ups. Okay. I have to, or I just won't feel right. Cause we can we can warm up with jury and I have to have like headphones and earphones in before the game, so that's my pregame ritual. Uh, yeah. So listen, we actually have Alexis coming on the pod, and we want to do a little game with you guys. So we want to know how well you guys know each other. So I'm gonna ask okay. you a few questions about her, and then she's gonna answer them on the other podcast, <laughs> and we're gonna see if you got any right, and we're gonna do vice versa. Okay. okay. So first off. <laughs> What would be Alexis's favorite color? Favorite color? It has to be black. black. It has to be black. Okay. Yes. Favorite yes. rapper? Rapper? She like, she like music like Lil Uzi. Like she's okay. like a rock, like rock star type music. Okay, okay. So I would say, I would say music like Lil Uzi, but I don't know the favorite. But I'm close. If you ask her, she'll be like, okay, okay. Okay, okay. okay. You, <laughs> Lil Uzi will Lil be in there Uzi. somewhere, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Favorite NBA player? What's her favorite NBA player? I think it's LeBron. I think it's LeBron. Okay. Yeah. Favorite food? She kind of picky. I would say... She picky? I would say pasta. Okay. Okay. I don't know. And then, all right. Last question for Alexis. Do you know who her celebrity crush is? Yes, that's Dior. I got that. I got that in the bag. <laughs> it's that's Dior. It got to be. It's not Dior. All right. Yeah. Okay, we'll ask her the same. All right, listen, we have a little fun game to wrap this all up. So we also had we also had Jasmine on the pod, right? Mm-hmm. And we asked her a couple questions about you, about what she thinks like your answer would be and we're going to ask you the same questions and we're going to see how well she knows you and we're going to do vice versa after okay okay all right so first off i asked her what's alexis's favorite color what is it baby blue oh she got she already started (laughs) off wrong yeah most people don't know that okay okay all right fave we'll tell you after like right now fave rapper one yeet okay Okay. Favorite NBA player? Allen Iverson. She, she got me right. <laughs> no. no. T- we'll tell you after. We'll tell you after. Yeah, we'll tell results. you. <laughs> All right. Favorite all-time food? I, don't I love to remember. eat. I swear I love to eat, y'all. Eat so much. Same. No, literally yeah. same. I'm such a foodie. Same. And I love sweets. I love sweets. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's my week. I'm going to have to go with boiled crawfish. Okay. okay, and last one, celebrity crush. Who's your celebrity crush? She answered quick on this one. She did pretty quick. She was confident with her answer with this one. She was. So like, she was like, it's yeah, this, she this, was confident. <laughs> she said, "Who my celebrity crush is?" Yeah, yeah, she was, and she was confident that it was yeah. this person. She don't even know her own celebrity crush. <laughs> okay, my celebrity crush. I we like, talked about uh, anyone in the locker. You know, like if somebody no, asked you or an inter- interview. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if I've ever mentioned <laughs> okay. somebody. I like SZA. Okay. Okay, that's a good answer. That so, is a great answer. Yeah, she 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 really slacked off. She doesn't know you too well with these questions. <laughs> she said your favorite color is black. She said your fave artist is Lil Uzi. 
she said your favorite basketball player is LeBron James. Which, which you it, did. It was you close. Did say. It's you said close. it was yeah. like him. Yeah. yeah. She said your favorite food was pasta. And <laughs> do you just mean bring like bringing tons of pasta to the school? I don't. Jazz is just literally just saying stuff, bro. She's she just, just saying and and she said your celebrity crush, which I have no clue who this is, but Death Dior. Oh, she's dating future. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did say that before. Death Dior. Yeah, that's a good okay, guess. Okay. No, okay, she, okay. She, she's right. She is. She's close. Okay. Okay. Cool, okay. Cool, cool. No, then she slayed quickly. If you have time, if you could give us your answers for that, so we could try the same thing with her. So, what's your fave color? My fave color is red. 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 Okay. Who's your fave rapper? We kind of discussed it, but yeah. Little baby, she know that. Little baby. Okay. Little baby. All right. Fave NBA player. LeBron. All right. LeBron and fave food. Uh, seafood. She should know that one too. Seafood. She know that one too. Okay. Seafood and and celeb crush. Celeb crush. I would have to go with. I got a lot. <laughs> but let me see my favorite celebrity crush. Um, I'm gonna just say Beyonce. But yeah, now we're gonna ask you some questions about her we're gonna see how well you know her okay all right Haley. you want to ask you remember these questions you want to ask them um okay i'll try to remember all right what's her favorite color yellow favorite nba player steph curry favorite food Jazz you've been talking about this a lot so mm-hmm. seafood uh-huh. <laughs> give me favorite artist her favorite oh, yeah. artist yeah. oh little baby Little baby. Okay. <laughs> and her celebrity crush. Man, Jazz, Jazz, she feel like she a, a ladies' man. She, she said that. She's like, well, I have a lot, but. <laughs> like, I, Jazz got a lot of crushes, so I don't. I, I can't even tell you. Jazz just, she's so light-skinned, bro. Like, <laughs> like a light She's skin. literally Jordan Poole. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. All right. Well, I'll, well, I'll we'll give tell you the you answers we'll now. Yeah. yeah. So her favorite okay. color is red. Okay. Okay, her favorite artist is, you got that one, right, little yeah. baby? Yeah, yeah, I knew I had that one right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then her favorite basketball player was LeBron James as well. Okay. So you said Steph, which, yeah, I don't know. She talked about I Steph a little bit, too. She likes the dubs. I was, she was talking about the dubs a bit, a bit so. Yeah. yeah. And then her favorite food was seafood, which you got. And then she said her celebrity crush was Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't expect her to say Beyonce. Really? I feel like that's like such a generic it was celebrity a crush. Too. Like, I mean, so it's so many. Everybody's. It's, it's a, like, who, yeah. yeah, everyone's celebrity crush is Beyonce. Yeah, Easy nah. Answer, I but... mean, I love I love Beyonce. She's beautiful, but uh yeah. not not my crush. She's more like a um like an icon. I look up to her. Like yeah. right. she's older right. now too, right? For our yeah, like, yeah. you know, she's gotten a little bit yeah. older, so you're yeah, close, you you guys actually you you did you did pretty good. You knew her better than she know you for sure. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm more observant too. But I understand why she said black. I know why she said black because I do wear a lot of black. Like yeah, I, I do wear I do wear Just a lot of all black. That makes sense. That was a good guess. That was a good guess. Yeah. No, and 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 the um death Dior that that after after I said it, you were like yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can She's give right. her credit. We can give her credit for that one because yeah, I like. I think I think you won that game though for sure. Yeah, I won. Yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah, 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 give me my flowers. Give me my flowers. So I know Vanessa Bryant gifted y'all some Kobe's during the season. Um, how did that feel? Did you guys wear it right away? Like, what was the kind of like the environment around you when you guys got that gift? Yeah, they shocked us with that. Um, it was great. Uh, because you know he he passed away and he was one of my favorite players so it just meant a lot and the next day we all were the Kobe's uh, I feel like every time I put on Kobe's I'm like contributing to Kobe's legacy like I want to play good in Kobe's um, and Gigi so uh, just wearing Kobe's it, it means a lot and uh, you see, I, I wore the Grinch and what kind of game I had. I love so. it. Yep. Kobe was Kobe was watching that game and you know he was smiling ear to ear because oh, you know how much he loved women's hoops and that yeah. game. He's probably he's up there and he was like, "This is exactly what I was doing it for." We won the championship in Kobe. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right, and final question before you could log off is. Who are your top three LSU Hoopers of all time? Hoopers of all time? Shaquille O'Neal. Has to be. Uh, 
Simone Augustus. Okay. Uh, and then I was gonna say Ben, ben Simmons, but yeah. he get a lot of heat. Do you think he? Yeah. You think he's deserving all the all the hate he's getting right now? It's hard to say because I'm on the outside looking in. I don't know right. what's really going on. I, I do think he was he was great at LSU. Uh, he was playing. great in the beginning but, of his NBA career, but yeah. to see how kind of like all defensive he, yeah, no, he was amazing two way player, but just to see like in the last couple of seasons, how he fell off is actually like, so, exactly. so telling and so sad. Exactly. So yeah, those are my top three. Sweet. <laughs> all right. I love so it. And do you want to say any final words to your LSU, LSU listeners here before you log off? Tell your fans, Jasmine. What do you have to say? But go Tigers LSU, forever LSU. Um, I love LSU. I'm, I'm living all the support. And follow me on all my social media handles. If y'all don't have it, is my Instagram is jazz, J-A-Z-Z-C, two underscore. And then my Twitter is the same. And yeah, go follow me and you know see what I have in the future.